I always, I always look at my naked ass in the mirror every day. <laughs> Hashtag content. <laughs> the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Sheila Regan, Bridget McDowell, and Pablo Miranda. Produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria and Eric Silva Brenneman. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Oh, we're going. Look at this. Well, welcome to the uh, Lego portion of the Minnesota Football Show. <laughs> Lego, yeah. Yeah. Lego, Lego would sponsor money. us for crying out yeah. loud. Let's go Dan- Denmark, Danks, Denmark. Uh, but welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. Uh, <laughs> Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria is here. Richard McDowell is here. My name is Eric Silva Brennan. We might have some other folks stopping by. Uh, Pablo and MJ, perhaps. But uh, how are you folks I'm, doing? We I'm literally... here. Oh, he is Look, it's there. the, it's the return of El Mati King. <laughs> without without an image, of course. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, you guys don't need to see me or anything like that. Yes, we don't want like to... Um, but we can do the show from Legoland at the Mall of America that brings some money in. That, yeah, we can. That's the way to get the sponsorship. You I can, suppose. you can, you can figure that out for us. There you go. We can have uh, uh, Aldegundo go over there and make some big rocket, and then we can put it behind us. <laughs> oh, he would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I know. You should just, you should just uh, have Aldegundo do a Minnesota football show logo out of Legos. There you go. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Oh, All right. Noted. 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 <laughs> uh, we got lots to talk about here, but uh, really quickly, just want to check in with everybody. How how we feeling? We just watched some Champions League. We'll talk about it. But outside of that, uh, how was the week? Whoever wants to go. I'm having pozole on a Sunday. So yes. That's <laughs> that's not a bad thing. So good. It's been hot. I also got a wasp problem on my pine tree, and like, oh, I spent. How the how I, is, how how are wasps? in a tree a person's problem i mean really i mean they've been in trees because you for, get stung thousands, by them. for thousands of years they, they come out of the trees pablo no yes, exactly. so here's 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 the weird thing right so i have a pine tree that likes it gives out white sap or white tar sap whatever you want to call it right so sap attracts flies and all this stuff but it also attra- attra- attracts wasps and there was a bunch of wasp n- nests around our little crumbling garage that I hope it crumbles at one point during our tenure in this house so that way I can get a new garage. Um, but, um, and I destroyed them all, right? And then I thought, oh, that was the end of the problem with wasps. Well, then all the wasps moved into the pine tree. So yesterday I'm doing yard work and I literally brush, barely brushed like a little little part of, a, of, of the tree, one of the, and then all of a sudden I get stung by three <laughs> No, it was one, 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 and then, and then I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" And then I realized that there's, they just like all to just hang out there, and I was like, "Wow!" So then I spent all today looking at um, going down the YouTube rabbit hole of how to personally make traps for for wasps, and I have ideas, but now it means I have to actually go do something. So <laughs> that's my that's my Sunday. Were you gonna trap them? What's the purpose of trapping them? I don't think they're good for anything, are they? Um, no, they're not. Yeah. Why would I trap them? 
You're the pacifist in this, in this situation, Pablo. I'm not. No, no. I will, I'm all for killing wasps. <laughs> this podcast has no, no. gone off the rails three minutes in. <laughs> Kill the wasps. Kill them. Bridget, are you are you dealing with wasps? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Good. <laughs> how, how is your heat and humidity situation? Like that's probably uh, your biggest adversary sweaty. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little layer of dew on everything here. Right. Well, I'm a working at the airport in a hundred some whatever degrees that are out there. Um, it's hot out there, man. That's sea of no cement kidding. that, uh, the ramp yeah, and the airport is. Oof. Are you there at so, present or are you home? No, no, I'm here right now. Cause right. I work double shifts. So I have three hours so in the there. middle of between 4.30 right. to 7.30. Yeah. Well, I was live here, from MSP. I was here <laughs> when the, be- the bellow came in and I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Well, we'll talk yeah, about that in a sec too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no kidding. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll take a little bit of the blame because I, I thought I saw the rumor was he was coming on Tuesday. So I immediately sent that to Pablo. And then, of course, it pops up yesterday. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do this. Let's start with international first. Let's flip it a little bit. Only because uh, since Pablo is here, uh, I posted a photo. Pablo, are you looking at your notes? Because No, no I'm not were... looking at my notes. No, no. Oh, buddy. Give, get, me, a, get give those, me one. Give me get one second. Notes out. Yeah. Okay. As, as he gets his notes out, there's a photo that will pop up and we'll get his live reaction here because clearly he has not done his homework. Um, there was a certain incident that happened in Germany and I, I couldn't help but, but, uh, but, but look at this photo and think that one of these players may look a little bit like our Pablo Miranda, particularly number seven. So in an, I'm just going to read this. In an act of protest against the commercialization of sport, two teams played a football game completely naked. The organizer <laughs> said he, he sought to convey authenticity. Something says he or something he says football lacks. Now, Pablo, do you have the photo up? And can you confirm that number seven is not you? Where were you after we recorded last weekend? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked at the picture. I haven't looked at the picture yet, but uh, hang on one okay. minute. Where, where would this be? So that, so that is a, not a denial. That is not a denial. No, no, I know, I know. I just like I, I can't even find the. Uh, I can't even find the. Uh, That's all right. Well prepared. Well prepared. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, moving from there, though, he'll, you'll get the photo eventually. Hold, hold up, hold up. I have a question about this picture. Please go ahead. Okay. How did number three get a full body tan? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> like he is the most tan than all of them. I mean, I mean, a much, much, uh, more, a much more toned like buttocks. Perfectly even. Look like uh, it, it does not look like spray tan either. So that's the thing. Uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm not any of those guys though. All right, there it is. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that so, up. So we have a number eleven, a number three, a number eight, and a number seven. So which one you guys thought I was? It, 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 I was. I, I got more. I got. I got. I got more hair than number eleven. Oh, look at that! Yeah. See, I'm saying. I'm saying. I can see. I can. Now, now, now you're confused about your whereabouts. Like it sounds like. Is it like looking in a mirror, Pablo? <laughs> well, I don't was know. I, was I was I on a plane in Germany? I may have been. I always I always look at my naked ass in the mirror every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag content. 
All right. Well, moving on from that, let's let's go more international. Um, after the Barcelona uh, explosion of last week, we had Ronald Koeman, the Dutchman, announced as the new manager. Uh, lots of work to do there, and potentially a Messi leaving, a Suarez leaving, and everybody else leaving. So. Who knows how that's going to go, except that, my goodness, you're basically starting from square one and yikes, 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 yikes. Let's let's set up this Champions League final that we just watched and talk briefly about the semis that led to it. Uh, so last week we had, or earlier this week, rather, um, we had PSG uh, against Red Bull Leipzig. PSG wins this one 3-0 pretty convincingly. Uh, Marquinhos with an early 13-minute goal off of a Neymar free kick. Uh, Di Maria takes advantage of a keeper error, um, goes right. It actually gets flicked back to him, and he scores there. And then Bernat gets a header towards uh, right after halftime, 56th minute. This was a weird one because it almost looked like uh, the uh, the Leipzig player was looking for a foul and stopped playing, and then the the PSG players just kept rolling and <laughs> turned it into a goal. And he's like, really? Nothing? But, I mean – Rodrigo, this would probably be your coaching uh, spiel to be like, you keep playing whether you hear a whistle or not, right? Take advantage of it. Yeah, you got to, you know. I mean, that's what they teach you. I mean, how many how many times have we witnessed someone going to the second post and barely missing it because it ain't fully run onto it? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, though, there, there's your final. Uh, so, unfortunately, we don't get a – a Tyler Adams in the Champions League final, but he still made history. And pretty big deal for PSG. It's the first time in the entire club's history that they get to go to a Champions League final. So that, uh, that Qatari oil money <laughs> being, being used. And speaking of Qatari oil money, you got the other one. Uh, Bayern, uh, Lyon was the other semifinal. And Bayern cleans that one up 3-0, as they've been doing. Uh, Nabry gets a uh, – Nabry – Gets a uh, a brace, solo blast, and a little cleanup garbage goal. Lewandowski gets one towards the end at the 88th minute. Lewandowski, by the way, that's nine consecutive goals in in Champions League matches, which puts him just a couple behind uh, Cristiano Ronaldo that has the record at 11. So the stage is set. Uh, anyone comment there? Uh, Bayern Leon. No, actually, I, I, I was surprised that Leipzig uh, didn't, you know, didn't put up more of a fight. I was expecting them to, uh, to put up a better fight against PSG, but uh, PSG was convincing. You know? they, uh, mm-hmm. I did not believe in them until then, but, uh, but you know, Bayern looks um, unbeatable, and they are. There you go. Um, Europa Question. League happened. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, Tyler Adams, he, he came out of a, is it a, is it MLS system or no? I forget. Yeah, yeah, he went Red Bull, Red Bull. Yeah. He stayed. He stayed in the Red Bull. <laughs> right. So then we could have had uh, a MLS. Uh, what is it? Uh, export final between Davies and um, and Tyler Adams. And that, Tyler, correct. That would have been great. So you know what's going to happen next, Rodrigo? Is he's going to get spun to uh, Red Bull Bragantino? <laughs> he's just going to play every Red Bull. Wait, team. Yeah. How many Red Bull teams are there? There's one. MLS, there's but there's like one in four, Mexico too, I think. Oh yeah, I forget. Five yeah, maybe, and then one in like uh, Brazil. But I got you know they bought like bought lots of money. <clears throat> yeah. Who would have thought that Warana Juice was going to make some guys so much money, right? Yeah. Um, Austria, Germany, Brazil, Mexico, U.S. That's five, but I think there might be more. 
I don't, I don't know. Um, let's talk briefly about the Europa League. This is, I think they just need to call this, this cup the, uh, the Sevilla Cup at this point because Sevilla ends up here all the time and they win it all the time. Uh, three twos, your final score. Dijon gets a brace. Beautiful diving header. Um, MJ's not here, but he put a note in about Diego Carlos deserving a red car. I went back and watched it. Yeah, it was pretty dicey. Did not get carded. But then he also becomes the hero at the end and does this gorgeous bicycle kick that's, that's going wide that gets tapped in, unfortunately, by Lukaku. So three twos, the final score. This is their sixth Europa League title in 14 years. <laughs> bananas wow (laughs) so just just change the name it's the Sevilla cup (laughs) (laughs) uh well hey there he is hopefully you didn't welcome mj no you're actually perfectly on time we were just discussing Sevilla uh you put in the notes diego carlos red card what what did you see (laughs) with diego carlos oh i mean just that very early on in the game, he could have been sent off. And then at the end, he's the one who scores the, the bicycle kick off Lukaku. Yeah, we just to, mentioned that. To, uh, to get the winner. so Becomes the hero. Yeah, the, the villain becomes the hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, get ready for lots of 80s and 90s martial arts references, by the way. I'm just going to, like, warn the other three of you because MJ and I, <laughs> we, have, we have a thing. <laughs> Sounds like you need to get your own Zoom meeting then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, or or something. <laughs> Hold on, let me we'll let me let me let me assign both of you to a breakout room, and then you guys. Can... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's jump into what just happened. Um, I'm I'm assuming Pablo, did you get a chance to watch the the final here with uh, PSG and Bayern, or were you working through it? I was. I watched him between flights. Yeah, I watched okay. him between flights. <laughs> right on. Well, let's get into it. Um, somebody posted it was called the. Uh, they call it the Calasico, as in Qatar sponsored. <laughs> I just mentioned. So you had the the Qatari owned team versus the team that has Qatar Airlines on their jersey, um, and they had a good thread about Qatar's human rights abuses, misogyny, anti-Semitism, homophobia, all baked in. And you know, I just thought that's kind of important to recognize and and show you know the grime that always is there with world football. Even uh, I mean, particularly I guess in this Champions League final, it's. I don't Not know what you guys ignored. are talking about. The, the the Asian Football Confederation is is beyond reproach sure. when it comes to uh, issues of <laughs> corruption. You you can't even finish the sentence. <laughs> for those that so much... for those that don't know me yet, I'm I'm adopted Korean, so I'm gonna. I'm going to criticize the Asian Football Confederation. And, it's like uh, Pablo and Rodrigo and I try to, try to be positive about Conmebol. We can't even make it a couple words, let alone a sentence. Wait, wait, did wait you, did... There's, no corruption. There's no corruption in South America. No, yeah, zero. 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 Yeah. That's, like, that's like saying that, Arge- that, that the rest of South America actually likes Argentinian soccer players besides three. Yeah. <laughs> this is that train man rodrigo's been on you're on this train for like decades man what, pa- ask pablo 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 is proud of that ask him you, you, oh, yeah. mate, would you mate rather face from we, we have we have to we had to kick the argentinians out of our our, our, our union in the 1800s because it was impossible it was impossible it was impossible to deal with them so we told them you stay on the other side of the uruguayan river my friends wow <laughs> 
You know, if 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 Bebelo decides to throw down, I'm taking his side. I'm just putting that down right now while we're, while usually, we're recording. Usually, usually Argentinians agree with me, though. <laughs> so what I hear from from all this is uh, uh, Rodrigo would would rather have Alexi Gomez back on the team than than Bebelo Rodrigo uh, than Emmanuel Reynoso. <laughs> Um, I yeah. never chose Alexi Gomez to begin with. If you follow this whole conversation about Alexi <laughs> Gomez to begin with, when the news were out there, and Eric, anyone can say, it's true. I had, I can, I had I people can... asking me about 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 Gomez, and I was like, no. And a matter of fact, with uh, if you know who Diego Montalvan is, who's a, a great journalist, uh, sport specifically around Peru, but there's a lot of different other things. And there is a we had a conversation. I'm like, how like how like because Jordi Reyna, like, got suspended for a game because he showed up to a meeting late, like, in Vancouver. And, like, I was like, I was like, yeah. And then and then I was like, well, Jordi Reyna is, is, is a little bit much better than Alexi Gomez. And, then, and he was like, why? Why would you say something like that? Well, Alexi Gomez has yet to find, has yet to be in a league consistently. Like, he bounces around like there's no other. And he can't really play, I said. So, so yeah, so. He's 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 like the MJ, but instead of podcasts of like football. League. I was gonna say I was gonna say Broomball, but do you rotate teams in Broomball too? No, no, I I just am a whore in Broomball. I I play on everybody's team. I'm reeling everybody this, back. In, reeling in this, back. In this program, country country doesn't buy you uh, any solidarity whatsoever. You know, we are strictly uh, uh, about talent or whatever. For example, when Aja came to the Minnesota United, I said what I, <laughs> I said what I am about to say right now again. He's not a very good player. <laughs> yep, we we still need the inside takes from. Uh, <laughs> but what, do, what about do, doing whatever oh. illegal activity yeah, he was yeah. doing on a on a boat with you somewhere in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> Chacon, Chacon. Okay, you, MJ asked. Chacon is a guy that has played in three different national teams already. The fact that Chacon is not in the field. Uh, it has to do with the, how incompetent Heath is. It doesn't have nothing to do with anything else other than that. I, I, I wish he would, you know, he'll play him. Actually, at this point, I'm actually, I wish he'll leave, you know. He'll just go somewhere. The kid's 19, 20 years old, you know. He, no. he, he's, sitting in the, he's sitting in the bench right now. It's just like, this is like, this is like a coach trying to destroy your career. Why would a coach brings you in? And, and and use one of the spots in the team to get a young player and then not play him. I mean, you know, we, we have a couple of good examples right now. One, just play in the Bayern Munich, uh, you know, uh, Alfonso Davids, you know. Oh, thank you. You brought it back, Pablo. I'm proud of you. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he's, he's, you know, he's, uh, you know, he he played. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but it, when when I when the final started today and I saw him out there in the field, I was like, it put a smile on my face because oh, I absolutely. remember, I remember, I remember, I, I clearly remember his moves at TCF Stadium when I when I first lay my eyes on the boy, and uh, I was like, I, I would, yeah, you guys probably remember how crazy I was. I was like, that's all I could talk about, you know, for for a couple of weeks, and uh, you know, we got to see that guy play live, man. It's you know, how many of the other players have we seen play live? You yeah, know, um... not many. Vancouver actually just put out a beautiful highlight reel, like starting from when he was a kid, like 12 years old up until present that I, that I put up on Twitter. That was, it was really cool to see. Um, but let's talk about this match where that featured um, Davies. Um, Mbappe started, which 
was a, you know, we haven't seen too much of him uh, recovering from injury. So that was interesting. I put out here that I hadn't paid too much attention to what these coaches look like. <laughs> here we, so here we go. This is for MJ. What? Uh, Flick looks like an expendables drug smuggling or arm smelling smuggling villain. Like I, for like all the things, he just looks like an action hero or action <laughs> movie villain. Yes. Yes. All right. Now, the question in that scenario is who takes him out from the Expendables? Got it. Mm, MJ, I'll throw to you. Uh, well, of course, I, I, I would like if Jet Li would take him out, but there you go. But you know, it's it's probably be more someone like a, a Jason Statham character, Christmas. You know, Lee Christmas is going to take him out with a throwing knife. Um, now, the one that I had a hard time with was Tuchel, the. Uh, the PSG coach, and I and I got it at like the 89th minute while the game was basically wrapped <laughs> up and ended. You see it, right? Niles Crane. He's Niles Crane. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I can see it. That's crazy. Yes. Yes. So that's my coaching uh, to, to Hollywood or you're, film analysis. You're, coaches are villains. <laughs> they are villains. Uh, Eric, you sound like you have a problem with authority. Do you have a problem with authority? <laughs> I do. It turns out. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. What? Funny. No way. <laughs> Surprise. Um, what did you guys see at kind of the uh, first few minutes? I mean, Bayern d- did what Bayern does, and it has that had that just that lightning press right away, and they were uh, kind of causing some trouble. I, I noted that eight Mar- oh, sorry, eight Mar- Neymar hadn't touched the ball until about the eighth minute, which kind of says something. Yeah, I think Bayern Munich comes at you and they're exhausting. They're just exhausting. They're, they, don't give you, they don't give you time to breathe. They did the same with Barcelona. Uh, you know, they're a machine, man. They're just a German, a German machine. That's what, uh, that's what they are out there. And they did it throughout the whole entire game. It's just, you know, yeah. they, are, they are an amazing team. They're just like right now, you know, they're the team to beat out there. I had fun watching. I put in the red amoeba. Just sometimes you watch that midfield. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, right? I, it, yeah. You just correct. watch the midfield uh, defense. They're, they're so awesome. in sync. And it's just like everybody's moving at the same pace, <laughs> well, the same line. The, the thing about I, I love about Bayern is how they quickly get the ball wide and how they use not only their right backs and left backs, but also like their, 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 their wingers to be able to get that ball wide, to be able to open up that field, to be able to thread that ball back in there. And usually it's like three quick passes is like, if you, if you think about it, like in soccer, like sometimes uh, depending which, which kids I have, we do a, we do a short, 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 long, where like a short pass, short pass. And the last person also has to get a long pass across. And so that's literally what they were doing. Short, 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 long, little pass. And it was, it was beautiful to see. And at the beginning, Davis was nervous. You could totally tell, but a 19 year old is being in a champions league final. I mean, yeah, I actually noted that he was having some trouble with Di Maria. He was getting by him quite a bit in that first yeah, half. Di Maria is trash. So, <laughs> Di, Ma- Di-, Di Maria, man, has so many up and downs. You know, the games when he's on, you know, he, he looks fantastic today. You know, he-, he missed that shot or whatever. And that's just poor form, you know. He missed the shot, yeah. but boy, he-, he created a lot of chances, though. And like I said, he, he, did. Did Dave- he was making Davies work. <laughs> Come on, Rodrigo. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, do you, do you not like Di Maria because he's inconsistent or because he's Argentinian? Um, yeah. I think inconsistent and Argentinian. I think they can upgrade with a better Argentinian. 
Um, ne- Neymar gets some good shots off. I mean, I, I lost track how many times I just wrote newer, 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 newer. Like, the goalkeeper yeah. was just on fire. I mean, is is he the GOAT, you guys? Is, is this the, the best keeper we've ever seen? He makes that, he makes that goal look so <laughs> small, man. He, he also had that, that, well, later in the game, he had a, a, a came out as against uh, Mbappe, and, you know, he still stopped it. I think it was Mbappe was offside, but uh, he still stopped that with his right foot. I mean, you know, his form coming out is just, you know. He can, uh, yep. he can he, do the he looks like a giant. Yeah, right, exactly. That was like completely that. That's exactly what he did there, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Lewandowski has this great little spin and then gets a shot off and it hits the post about the 21st. Um, what else we got? Navas was active too there in the first half, had some pretty, pretty big saves. Uh, do, 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 more newer, more newer, more newer. Yep. Yep. Oh, let's talk about this right before halftime. Um, was it a PK? I, I think MJ, you were tweeting about this. It, it kind of looked, there was definitely a hand on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Take it. Here's the thing. When you're running really fast and someone puts a hand on your shoulder and then you're trying to, to stay up, when they take the shoulder off, you have so much forward momentum that you kind of see uh, uh, Kome go down. And it looks like he goes down on his, on his own. It, it, to me, the first time I watched it, it looked like, like, man, he just tripped over his own feet there. But is it possible that that little backward pressure and him kind of leaning into that, that shoulder grab – you know, when that shoulder grab goes off, you know, initially I said no penalty. I like the no call. Okay. But. Well, there's your half goes to nil-nil at halftime. Yeah. If you're going to um, call that one a PK, then then you should have called the one against Lee Wai a PK as well, too. Yes. Thank you, Rodrigo. Let's go into the second half where we have the uh, – this is probably my favorite moment of the entire match where Paredes and, and Nabri get into a little bit of a, a scuffle that eventually brings out both teams. But Paredes, like, who does he take out? Or No, Nabri takes out um, – is it Neymar? Yeah, it is Neymar, I think. Knocks him out, and Paredes comes running over to defend him and basically just grabs him by the back of the jersey and, like, lifts him up and pushes him away. Like, I, I think I referenced Roadhouse. Like, he's a bouncer getting ready to throw the guy out of the bar. <laughs> and that brings everybody in. <laughs> so I mean, it, it, it's almost like the big show with the choke slam, except it's, you know, from the back of the jersey. Yep, you know, and, yep. and you're just like – how is the ref letting this go on like, like yeah. this? I understand it's UEFA Champions League. I understand it's the final. But it, it, there's only so much physicality you should let go on before someone's going to get hurt. Right, right. And, and they both got yellows, which is the right thing. But yeah. it shouldn't. you're right, it shouldn't have got to that point. What, 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 what was the amount of yellows given out in this game? I, I don't have the stats Ooh, on it. Total? Total. I think it's at least four or five I want to go. Because Neymar got a yellow, and that was my fun, my, my, my funnest moment of the whole thing. Because <laughs> he was so frustrated, and then all that of a sudden, he just, that was that was a highlight moment for me. You know, that that was you know, Mbappe was fire. Like Mbappe was like, but he just needs a he just needs a better better Argentinian to serve him the ball. That's all I'm saying. Four yellow, <laughs> four four yellow cards apiece. Four yellow. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, eight. So eight total. Yeah, because Davies oh, cool. Davies had one right, and then um, yeah, he had the first Neymar, one. and then 
Gnabry, then Paredes, then Wheeler. Silva. Yeah. Neymar Miller got one. Thiago Silva got one in the 84th. Right. Yeah. That, the, the goal saving goes the, the tackle of Leeway. Yeah. Yeah. Leeway yeah, had at least. Yeah, Leeway created at least three or four opportunities. No, two opportunities of of of, of fouls. So, but yeah, no. And, and of course, he, he had to get on, on the stat sheet somehow. Thomas Mueller gets one in the ninety plus fourth minute. <laughs> um, in the fifty ninth, we get the the lone goal. Uh, nice header from Coman. Uh, I, I think the coolest thing about this was Bayern having the wherewithal to get it down there in the box and realize it was just, there was just too much pressure. And they were, it was too congested for them to get a shot from the near post. So they pass it back and reset their triangle and cross it all the way to the opposite side where Coman is. And he's able to break his, break his uh, coverage and get that header. It was just, it was beautiful to watch the geometry, I guess is what I'm trying to get yeah. at. To see him stop, go back and switch the angle. It's like, and, oh, and as, come on. And as a coach, you appreciate the fact that um, the player who sent that ball, that cross in, understood. Yeah, who was that? Understood that. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But I can't that, remember. That Coman was uh, uh, was on the blind side of the second defender, so the, yep. so the defender didn't know that there was someone behind them. Joshua so, sent it in. Oh, okay. And so that was the beautiful. It's like you, in that situation. I was talking to Risa, and I was like. If you get that, if you if you get that look, you know that you know in a situation if you have someone behind that last defender that they don't they don't know what's there. So you send that ball to the second post, and then right. what happens happens, and and that's what it, what happened. It was it was just a really good recognition of of where your players are and where the defender was at that moment. Absolutely, Rodrigo. It's it, it was like you were coaching short, short, long. You know, it's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I I, ex- I expect my Bayern Munich. Check sometime in the next, you know, six months. Yeah. Well, let, let me throw this little thing in here because, well, it's a big thing, actually, that I was not aware of. And I guess one of the things I enjoy about Twitter is it just started, you know, uh, friends and friends of friends are dropping knowledge the entire time as, as the match progresses. And so I learned that Coman apparently is not such a good person. And he actually has a domestic uh, abuse record. Uh, he, in fact, uh, assaulted his ex-girlfriend twice. Uh, he has to pay damages of 1 million euros. Um, this is also, this woman also happens to be the mother of his daughter. And, uh, apparently one time he, he hurt the woman, this woman so badly she couldn't work for a week. So I think it's important we point that out. And somebody actually said, boy, I really, I, I just, how did he say it? Um, I don't mind if Bayern wins, but I really don't want it to be from this trash human's goal, and that's exactly what happened. Did Did any of you know this? I, I mean, no, I, I learned about it no. as it was going on. Yeah. No, I learned it after you tweeted it, and I read it, and I was yeah. like, "Well, men are trash." So you know, there it is. Yeah, it's true. I just learned today that he he before he played for uh, Bayern, he played for Juventus. And before he played for Juventus, he was in the PSG Youth Academy. There you go. And so, I mean, that's that's as far as I got with his biography. You know, not yeah. very direct. So, thanks for sharing with that. Oh yeah, sure. No, I mean, it was it was news to me as well. Um, like I said, Twitter. Or shit. When when Twitter works, it's great. <laughs> when you get when you get information like that, like in real time. 
Um, let's see. So we got more. I just got more newer, newer. Oh, yeah, the, the Di Maria shot that Mbappe kind of dummies right over. That was a pretty sweet save. Um, I mean, Mbappe was fire. I mean, like, there was. He did look good. He did look good. He, he just, he just, the, the, the service that he was getting on the ball wasn't wasn't the greatest and i think that's why i keep saying you know like how about like, all that I sauce get, when I, he gets I, into the box take yeah, well, yeah when defenders. he gets in the box it's like it's 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 non-stop 1v1 there's no way you can no, you can stop him like that's why Beautiful. you're trying to defend them with two or three people if you need to yeah but yeah i mean like if you get someone who can feed him the ball because if you don't because because if you don't feed neymar the ball he disappears <laughs> He he doesn't he doesn't come back and look for the ball, but Mbappe will take the ball all the way from the eighteen yard line of his defensive line and run it all the way if he needs to. He has that kind of energy and potential. That's true. So like yeah, I mean like, I mean like, and I was really interesting that you know they didn't like Di Maria did try to go down the uh, Davies side and was successful in getting the balls in, but they weren't um, quality quality balls into the box which you know it happens but like i was like well why 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 not explode the other side and that's that was my concern i was like why weren't they exploding the other side as much and specifically when you got someone who wants the ball so much on that side (laughs) yeah there was that time where where mbappe got it on the left and he almost split those two defenders um it was a dirty dirty move he they PSG. That's the one Robin, I was referring to. Yeah. PSG. Robin looted uh, Mbappe. <laughs> they they stranded him on an island surrounded by, by a sea of red. And, and I love uh, that. It, I love that it's a verb. Yeah. They they, they just they they looted him. And, and, looted and, him. and he's like, oh, but he unlike unlike Lude, he has he has speed, and so he 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 creates something out of nothing, and and he almost he he almost splits both of those defenders. It was, yeah. It was well, but as, so, as any, the, so anyone that that's uh, that's mentally slow, you know, can be loot. <laughs> can be loot can be used as a verb. This is fantastic. We need MJ in this show every week. I'm the biggest loot apologist, but I'm also the biggest loot realist. So. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, like you guys a, that sounds like already. a deep, deep French theorist kind of thing. You know? <laughs> Ludology. Ludology. <laughs> Ludology. Mbappe gets. Mbappe gets. Mbappe ludes ludes into a Pedro, right? (laughs) We had the we had the Mbappe versus Newer one v one, and Newer ended up the age versus youth won that battle towards the very end. Uh, That I mean that kind of wrapped it up. It was pretty much done after that. But uh, eleven matches, eleven wins. Wow, Byron's just like like you said, Pablo Machina. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something something to watch. You know who can who can beat this team because yeah. uh, right now they look impossible, man. You know sometimes sometimes they pressing with four people. You know if you hesitate for one second, like Barcelona did that, whatever. Next thing you know, you you can't cross the half field because you know they're they're, they're there. They're I feel everywhere. like Barcelona hesitated for like an hour. <laughs> completely, completely. It's just like they—they're they, a nightmare, you know. It's just—and uh, they were—and they, today they knew they knew they had the advantage. They knew they had the better team in the field. They knew they—they they kind of ma- they had they had to manage this game, you know. And it's the final, and you know, you know, and, and, and of course you're playing PSG, which is you know a pretty good team. But yeah, but, I was gonna say uh, to but, their credit, PSG had some dangerous chances. They didn't make yes. it easy on them. 
Did they make it easier? But no, they were a little more conservative, I thought, you know, than, you know, than they, kind of, they could actually play. But, you know, there is, you know, a championship team right there that can win games 1-0, you know, and then that's, that's that, you know, because after, after, uh, after that, after the goal, they, uh, uh, they still, you know, like Rodrigo was talking earlier, you know, they still play the ball wide. They still made him run. They, they tire him out. You know, they, they have so many weapons at their disposal. It's just, uh, they're, they're, they're fun to watch. Definitely. Yeah, no, exactly I think what the... you were saying, Eric, every time a, a blue jersey got the ball, it was, it was like four, two to four red, red jerseys surrounding the guy. And not just surrounding the guy, but very much tactically aware of what passing angles they were cutting off or what running angles they were, they were, they were cutting off. And you saw them do this to Barcelona. You saw them do this to Olympic Lyonnais. Uh, they, this is just what they do on, on defense. Before your support staff can get in the neighborhood of where the ball is, yep. they're closing down everything. Yep, it's true. They, they don't make mistakes. They don't miss their targets. They don't miss their passes. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't misjudge balls. I mean, they, they, they execute everything very, very well. It's just, you know, it's just so hard to play against a team like that. Yeah, no, I, I think one of the things that you might, it'd be interesting to watch a Bayern team play a team that uses the, also uses the width, but then at the same time kind of plays the ball inward to their forward instead of going down the, down the wing. That way, it 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 just kind of draws out their their left wing, the left back, and the right back, or some other center backs to whoever is in there. I think that would be one, but one way, one interesting thing to see. But at the same time, it's like we have a lot of questions after this. What does PSG do now? Do they do they do they have the money to keep everybody, or do they make certain changes? And um, uh, when does the Davies um, race? Uh, start start and what is the and what is the highest bid that, that they're going to get? I mean, I think I I know that Davis is still on the contract, but overall he was you know he was one of the bright spots in this whole tournament. So yeah, most of. Well, congrats to Byron supporters. Um, well done, well deserved. Uh, let's talk, uh, Rodrigo. I know you were watching the uh, the women's side of this, the women's Champions League. I, I don't know if anybody else wants to chime in, but uh, maybe you want to talk about their quarterfinal matches. You had Atletico Madrid and Barcelona, and Barcelona won that one, one nil. And then uh, Glasgow City and Wolfsburg wasn't much of a match, nine to one there <laughs> for Wolf- Wolfsburg. Um, and then you also had a PSG women beat Arsenal women two to one and Olympic Lyonnais beat Bayern uh, two to one there. So I'll, I'll throw it to you and whoever else wants to chime in. Olympic Lyonnais are the Bayern Munich of, of, or the Real Madrid of the UEFA Women's Champions League. They've won the thing. It seems like 12 out of 13 times. It's not that much, but they, they've won it a lot of times. Uh, so they're the, they're the team to beat. They had the best back back four of any team in in the tournament, uh, and so I, it's not surprising the the success they had uh, against a a very talented but just not as talented Bayern Munich team. I think Bayern um, has improved, but like like MJ was saying, you know. Olympic Lyonnais is just 
it's the powerhouse, right? I mean, and they're getting better, right? I mean, who else have they signed from the NWSL or who else are they trying to get? Uh, and who, because I'm sure they're not done making deals, but like for me, the the interesting thing was was to watch how this Barcelona team yeah. has developed and grown throughout this tournament, specifically from being such a long time off. And I, and that, that to me was 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 probably a much more even match, a much more fun match to watch, at least for me, just because of how that was turning out. And um, and then just the plays and, and that. But yeah, it 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 really made um a really good you know i'm just really excited i was able to watch these games that's what i'm saying because <laughs> because before we didn't have that option and like i i canceled my cbs all access so i'm trying to watch as much as i can before they take it away from me and i was just fortunate that this was something that 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 was being picked up and if this is something that's going to continue and then i might have to rethink my views and and drop something else just Put it on the regular TV, yeah. rabbit ears, give us rabbit ears. <laughs> I made a couple little notes here. Um, boy, I watched the highlights and that 50-50 header with uh, Olympic Lyonnais. I'm not, I can't remember who oh, scored yeah. and the keeper. Oh, it looked terrible. I mean, yeah. it was that was a big bonk. <laughs> I mean, she scored the goal, but uh, but boy, there was there was a lot of pain <laughs> in scoring that goal. Yeah. Did not look did not look comfortable. Yeah, I turned um, to my kids that were watching the game, and I said to Issa and G, I was like, "You are not allowed to do that." I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Your health over <laughs> goal, go do it." For real, for real. I, this point too, I think, is just incredible. So Miedma for Arsenal, she has eleven shots on target in the entire tournament. Ten are goals. Ten of eleven. If if this was a guy, we'd be talking about this stat forever. It, it just how how is this not common knowledge? I mean, this is an unbelievable statistic, and I, I just I just point that out to just basically say uh, sexism and misogyny is bullshit. <laughs> che, che, I totally just, agree. Che, yeah, just just finding the goal ten times out of eleven is insane, and then scoring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah amazing. I'm still looking at it like how, this is incredible. It's just oh, it's mind boggling. Yeah. All right, Mima and, and and Van de Donk are the two are the two Dutch women on on that squad. I apologize if there are more, but they 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 looked really good. Um, Kim Little look 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 good. They have they have so many pieces. I'm not saying I was cheering for them. I'm not saying I was cheering against them, but it, it just from a talent perspective, I I was sad they didn't get they didn't get through. So they're doing single elimination too, just for this round, like the men's, right? Yes. So you're gonna have Barcelona, Wolfsburg, and PSG. Olymp- Ooh, PSG Olympique Lyonnais. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Inter France. <laughs> and an all French semifinal, and then Wolfsburg versus uh, Barcelona. And uh, yeah, uh, just to piggyback on what Rodrigo said, like it's so fun to see Barcelona get better, and and less so from acquiring better players, but more so from understanding the system, the coach playing with each other. Um, those of you who've heard me talk about the Women's World Cup, um, Spain's number six is Barcelona's number six, Vicky Lasada. She's the Ozzy Alonso of that team. She's fucking incredible. Um, Great. Jeez. Um, Not only that, but um, that team has just got a lot of like talent. And I think not only that, but they're that like they haven't they don't understand they they um they haven't reached their peak yet. I think 
Uh, does does uh, does UEFA have a women's nation nations league or or is that just all men? Because if that is, that's bullshit. That's a good question. Not sure. Because I if they know the answer to this, so the, that's what I was wondering. Because you know the UEFA Nations League starts what like soon, soon, right? Yep. And then like I will be salivating to watch any Spain game because I think the women, the Spain, the Spain women's Spanish team is 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 one and up and coming. And I think if 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 no one really pays attention to that, they're they they they're going to get far next World Cup. And nice. and that comes from the coaching and and the talent of players. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I would love to watch a women's UEFA Nations League tournament if there isn't one. If if someone knows that there is, just tweet at us because that's something I'm I would, looking I would, for I would, one I right now. It. it looks like there might be, but of course, if you type in women's, you just get all these results that eliminate the word women's. So, I got a results that eliminate the word women's. Ouch. Pretty much, yeah. It's like does not include this word of your Ugh. search. Pablo, you're going to say something? Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Is Wolster that, that good or Glasgow City is that bad? Uh, a combination of both. I mean, Wolfsburg okay. v- is, is maybe, you know, the, the second or third best European women's le- uh, side for the past uh, three to five years. So th- they're loaded talent-wise too, if you, if you, look, at, if you look at them. They're Unlike unlike the the men's counterpart, Wolfsburg has been dominant in in the uh, Frau Bundesliga much more than Bayern Munich has. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, the last point I have before we wrap up some internationals is is very much just directed to me with Goyais, just because we're we're back in the mode of of canning our coach after three matches or four matches rather. So they have one point in three matches and they let Franco go. Um, which is what I'm used to. I mean, this is like, this is comforting for me. It's like sweet. <laughs> We're going to have another three or four season, three or four manager season. This, this is, this is nice. I like this couch. Um, but then they, they had their, their interim guy stepped in. Uh, Ramos is his name. And they, they actually contracted this guy, Largi, who used to be with Atletico Mineiro. And I can't remember another team. He's on his way. But anyway, they played yesterday, big crosstown derby rivalry game with, uh, Atlético Goiás, who who destroyed Flamengo not that long ago, and they won. They beat them two 0 So I mean, that's I know, I know. It's pretty wow. Bad. That's the way to do it. That's the, the Goiás Derby. Can, can your coach bring the interim guy win? Win the Goiania Goiás Derby. It's great. I, I think it's if if anyone's ever watched any Brazilian TV, like Brazilian <laughs> telenovelas have like sixteen different climaxes, right? Like, <laughs> So like this is this is what this right is on. what I the, associate the league with right like specifically up oh, we reach the first climax coach gets fired you know and then we go back down and eventually it's just like a it's like a seesaw it's like that's what's gonna happen I would be surprised if Goyas goes to three coaches in a season again and then um, ends up qualifying to uh, is it the um, Sudamericana that'd be the Sudamericana again barely and, and 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 then you know another player that they might know or rises out of it I mean it's just it's just, it's just you know typical Brazilian telenovela yeah. uh, script and I'm, I and think I'm I put it out there it. oh yeah you, you, you'd love to see it um, in the time that Adrian Heath has been in Minnesota for four years Goiás has gone through six coaches <laughs> in four years <laughs> That's that's Chelsea Abramovich like numbers right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like the telenovela, you know, 
this this patriarch that you thought was dead, you know, and would never come come back, you know, so, some coach from from the the nineties, Eric, is gonna come back and like they're gonna hire him back. He's like, wait a minute, I thought we were done with this guy. Scolari, Scolari <laughs> to Goyas. <laughs> Yeah, that have that right. happen. It, that is not that right. uncommon thing. That is not that uncommon thing in South America. You know, we're returning <laughs> coaches or whatever. It's like, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't, we didn't think we could do any worse. But let's bring the coach that we fired five years ago. That is not an uncommon thing, actually. My nope. team nacional, my team nacional is going through one of those right now. I was just going to ask you if you want to do a national update before we take. Ah, uh, they're play, they're playing right now. I'm I'm that committed to the show that I'm not watching the game. Oh, look at that! All, all I'm yes. saying is. Uh, Diego Armando Maradona to Goyas in, in, in Nacional. <laughs> you know, I would, it, boy, talk about telenovela. Be off the chain. Lord Fuchs. That would be amazing. How, I just found out you had a manager named Fuchs. In Goyas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's in the past already, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell Fox true. for those of you. <laughs> that's that's how they played, in fact, with him. <laughs> All right, let's take Our a break. Speaks. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with uh, loons and other national stuff. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be dreaming because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show. Back to the Minnesota football show. Rodrigo Sanchez Cheveria, Bridget McDowell, Pablo Miranda, MJ Johnson sticking around here. He's from the Daves I Know joining us. Uh, hi, MJ, it's, ni- it's nice to have you, and it's nice listening to you on the Daves I Know that, that apparently Rodrigo is in a, in a battle with. I'm not sure. I don't know this backstory. Yeah, I don't know. Every time that Rodrigo has, has guest hosted with, with us, I can remember one time last year where he and I guest hosted with Dave together, and I wasn't even a part of the show then. Uh, he's He's been bringing good soccer knowledge like you know he can. So, um uh, I am not the showrunner, so if there's any beefs, uh, um, you know, I, I am a peacemaker, Rodrigo. So. Dude, they probably didn't buy in the right Pisco, man. That's not okay. I, all I'm going to say is I, I'm, not, I'm never going to say anything bad about Mr. Mr. Zeller because he's one of our patrons, man. He's like paying <laughs> the bill here. <laughs> hey, I love Dave. I didn't say I didn't like, I didn't like Zeller. I just said, you know, there's there's there's, there's there's an ongoing. Oh, by the way, uh, um, if if offensive loop ever listens to this this show, um, um, I should just talk about the, the the fact that he tweeted at me regarding how he's looking forward to the next time that um that Isa watch he gets to face Isa watch on some sort of tournament, and then someone retweeted back to him, tweeted to me saying, "Hey, it's nice to know that your kid your kid now can leave rent, lives rent free in someone else's in someone else's minds." <laughs> <laughs> nice um by the way that i guess i should mention uh if you do want to support this uh this show uh, minnesota i'm oh, sorry patreon.com backslash minnesota football show that's what it is uh we'll get some more content up there for you all eventually let's let's start with some of the local national stuff so boy i'll throw this cosmos thing out here so we had a a stomping situation by emmanuel Sembroni that happened, I think it was two days ago now, 
Um, it was a pretty violent stomp when the dude was on the ground. And just because as, as loon supporters here, we have a certain, I don't know what the word is, uh, rivalry to, yeah, I was gonna say rivalry is not good enough, but we have <laughs> history definitely with the cosmos. Um, was anybody really surprised? <laughs> I mean, especially if you look at their, their history and just how much they survive off of, you know, fake Pele nostalgia. Uh, like, they, and I'm not saying they've been violent all these years, but the, the lack of quality, of, you know, whether that's from a player standpoint or a coaching standpoint or a manners standpoint from the players or etiquette, you know, it's that lack of quality has been there for a long time. Um, shithousery all over for sure. I, I guess one thing I would say is they have a really, I can't think of the name right now. It's escaping me, but they have an anti-fascist supporters group that's super active in the streets and they do a lot of really good stuff. So I will say respect to them, but that's very much separate from, <laughs> from the play on the field. <laughs> very different. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Rose Lavelle, uh, we, we actually mentioned, we kind of hinted at this in the, in the previous episode. We didn't have confirmation. We were just talking about her move to the rain and maybe going international. Well, it's not a maybe. Uh, she's going to be joining Muse in uh, uh, Manchester City. So there you go. Um, 100,000 allocation. And I don't know. I'm sure she's probably getting a nice, healthy oil check as well. <laughs> Wouldn't you imagine? Getting, yeah, getting a good if you look at Man City's spending in the in the transfer window, uh, you know the the best left uh, the best right back in the world in Lucy Bronze from Olympic uh, Lyonnais. Right. Uh, who's the other Olympic Lyonnais player that they got that's escaping me? A midfielder. Uh, they they stole Everton's best attacker in in Chloe Kelly, and and now bringing in Samantha Mewis and and uh, Rose Lavelle. Um, that's a lot of oil money. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, all right. Are we ready for some uh, MLS's back again? <laughs> it is phase back. Phase one or phase back three, again. depending on back how you back. count. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Depending on which country you're in or... <laughs> I'll be honest with all of you. I completely, un until I think it was Wednesday, I did not know there was a Loons game this week. <laughs> It just didn't register. I was like, oh, I guess we are playing. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it was. Oh, wait. Uh, this started with Nashville and Dallas once again facing off. Um, after the mess that we talked about last week with the national anthem and then the abuse that Reggie Cannon had to endure, everybody stayed in the locker room. They still had a moment of silence for victims of police violence. Uh, and then... I think did they come out, they did they come out and do a something for racial unity? I did not watch this match, so please correct me. Um, oh yeah, and then of course were, it was like there the were super so many long... delays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, take it. Yeah. yeah, I was planning to watch, um, and every time I looked, it was delayed by another like thirty minutes or an hour because of lightning. At right. some point, like two hours after the scheduled kickoff, they had all the players in the tunnel ready to go. And lightning strikes just outside the stadium. So they'll turn around and go back into the locker room. I think it started like three or four hours late. It was after midnight central time. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, thanks. 
Yeah, I think it was me, Bridget, and and Zeller who were like trying to figure out what time this game would start. Yeah. And I was like, because I had it going, and I was like, well, it's on delay. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just include Jimmy Watson into this conversation. <laughs> and he, and he an answer, and, and, yeah, and he, and eventually, you know, it ended up after that, not too long after that, we were able to start the game. So apparently, Jimmy Watson is the key of starting all games. You need to be superpowers. Superpowers. No, it's you, man. It's you. You're commanding because because that's that game was so oh dear lord. That's, they should have just stayed in the locker room. They should have just, <laughs> just call off the game. Literally, just just send out the goalies and do goalie wars. I had to, yeah. I had to write a recap for that one, and I oh woke up in the morning. I thought, all right, what did I miss? <laughs> zero zero. Did we cancel it again? No, nope, no. Nope, they definitely played that game. What did I miss? <laughs> But did they what really did play? I miss? Eh, not really. It was, you know, like, like I, I get it. You know, like Nashville has some opportunities. Um, I just don't know why Dallas is <laughs> isn't clicking yet. Like, yeah, you got a Reggie Cannon. You, you got so many options, and just somehow you can't you can't click it. It's like I get that you. It's weird because it's like they have the midfield, but they don't have the front or the back line. Yeah, I just I don't I don't out. I don't get that. Like. Like if 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 Chicago had their midfield, like Chicago would be like <laughs> fighting for a spot on a playoff team right now. Yep. But like awesome. they they don't. I mean, like it's together. like it's it's crazy. It's like I'm like, oh my god. I was like, I was like, how do you not 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 do you? Yeah. I'm not I mean, hating on Nashville because Nashville think is you know is is probably going to be much better than than fair much better than the Minnesota United, but not yeah. and better than cincinnati but man that's just no, that uh, highlight reel was basically like uh if you go back to a couple of games last year when metanair and molino were just trading crosses into the box that was the entire game and it, <laughs> was, was, the and game. it was both teams too it wasn't just Dallas doing it nashville quite a few of those too but the highlights were just Ouch. like across at this end take it on back to the other end long cross no nope, nothing there take it back to the right. other end your turn to shoot <laughs> It was like the friendliest rivalry of crosses, right? Yeah, like, pretty much. You take one. No, no, no. You take one, right? Like At one point, have, Oprah. You have a full midfield. Use it. Right. You use it. Of, of a non-game highlight, what I thought was cool was some, some supporters uh, had a really cool banner that said, it's easier to make shirts than to lead. And then the other one was injustice anywhere is a threat to justice anywhere. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. That's about it. That about sums it up. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move to the Canadian battle that kind of started and since they're doing their own separate thing. Uh, Toronto 3-0 over, Van- over Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm learning Japanese, okay? And so Vancouver, that's how you say it <laughs> in Japanese. So you, said it with a, you said it with a French accent. You know, well, as your a B, it's a B. As Mancuba. your resident Korean, I just want to yes. say that that uh, you probably pronounce it very similar in Korean, and and I I miss Huang Ingbom immensely in in MLS. Um, mm. I believe he was the only Korean playing in MLS, and uh, he he wanted to go to to Europe and and do European things. So congrats on him. Yeah. But, where, but remind me where he went again, MJ. I can't remember where he went. Ruben Kazan in in Russia. Russia, yes. Yeah, Ruben, yes, yes. Ruben Kazan in Russia, and uh, yeah, uh, he could play. You know, eight. He could play ten. He could play on the wing. You know, he was kind of the Hassani Dotson 
except starting all the time in various places. And uh, they didn't give him a lot of support. They, they, they Robin looted Huang Yibong, granted him, in a, in a, you know, in Keep some corner of the attacking third quite, quite frequently. I expect a few more of these. We're going to get as many lootings as we can in this, in this episode. Um, yeah. It, apparently, you know, in this, in this game as well, um, uh, TFC looted uh, all the possession uh, away from Vancouver. Nice. So 70, yeah. I think it was 75 to 25. I think yeah. at one point. So I was like, mm-hmm. got the double, the double Piatti brace. Boy, one of those blasts was from, I don't know. Where, where yeah. was this game in, in? I was going to say, is this, was this played in Toronto or Vancouver? Uh, Toronto, I believe. Yeah, because he he must have shot it from Chicago then, because he was far. <laughs> um, at least Niagara. Got the cross, Niagara. There you go. Yeah, that, I don't have much to say. I just watched the goals, got the highlights, but yeah, the Toronto looked pretty dominant in this one. Uh, and the next set on the nineteenth, whatever day that was, I think that was Thursday, right? Wednesday. What is, what is a week? What is a week? <laughs> Uh, Red Bulls beat – so you had the New York little derby here. Red Bulls get a little bit of revenge, 1-0. Um, Columbus, 3-0. MJ, I'll let you talk about that one. 3-0 over Chicago and New England and Philly tie. Go for it. Take, you got to talk – we got to talk Chicago because it's, it's just the traditional Calvo. <laughs> that, that's our Frankie. That's the segment, right, Bridget? Yep. <laughs> Whoever wants it, by all means. Bridget, talk about our, our favorite Calvo. <laughs> it was just the the vintage Calvo defense, and poor Bobby Shuttleworth getting his first start back in first squad finds himself right behind him again. Um, it's you know they weren't even they were they were doing zone marking I believe uh, most of the match, but he was nowhere to be found. Like anytime someone was in the box, he was outside. He didn't track him back at all. He wandered forward quite a bit. And, of course, every time he tracked back, he was, you know, two, three steps too late and just shrugs his arms like, oh, oh, well. <laughs> and then that repeatedly. Bridget got some of them, he wasn't, screen grabs. <laughs> he wasn't even involved in a few of them. And even then, he'd kind of look around and do the shrug and Shuttleworth was pissed off again and <laughs> moping in goal so that poor guy can you imagine he finally yeah. gets to start and he's just like really and they're like put up here, with this fucker again <laughs> uh. Here, here's a question was was Cavill playing center back and did he get the captain's armband yep and yep <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable so he played a whole 90 i think at least i think it was the other center back was subbed out towards the end so was, a, getting, was getting no help from Fred. The frustrating thing about Cavill is that you see the potential in some sort of sense. Just one he had singular. A, he had, he had, he had like a inadvertently pass from like his side on the left side, I think, all the way back to the middle. Right, you never want to pass that yeah. way, and he had that. Um, he made that pass and ended up creating a really great scoring opportunity. Right. Yeah. But like that's that's the thing is like that's it you know like you you there's no consistency um, and I mean like we've all seen it and I feel really bad for Bobby 
just because of the fact that, I mean, after that third goal, the way he threw that water bottle and he <laughs> pissed out, I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then the frustrating thing about Chicago is just that they can create opportunities and chances, but they have yeah. no midfield. Nope. It's like it's all wing play. That's all encounter, and that's <laughs> it. And that's it. I mean, but like, there's no, there's no six, there's no eight. There's like, I, I think that's part of the reason that Calvo keeps moving forward like he does, because he feels the need to get up there and do something about it. And he did that with wounds too, especially that first year that he was the one making some of those rounds. But, yeah, you, you have to be able to turn around, see, the, see it switch, and sprint back. Yeah, agreed. I mean, the thing, too, is that, you know, if Pablo was asking earlier, you know, we should trade him or send Chacon somewhere, where do we send all our players, technically? Looks like we send him to Chicago. So. <laughs> no, don't do that to him. No, he's not going to go. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it comes down to a bench or Chicago. Just keep him on the bench. <laughs> hey, no, they need a midfielder. They need midfield. Like he would get like you send him, you send Chaco into Chicago, and then he gets to play right away. Right. They'll I mean, the, like the, 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 the trajectory for, for Chaco would be like get on a team, start, improve everyone wrong, and then, you know, but that's not gonna happen because like. Nope. The way the way things are working right now, we're just gonna hold on to him and just make him make him make him uh, just make him sit the bench. Specifically with Reynoso landing, like seriously, what are what are we going to do now? I was gonna say, yeah, if, we, if, you, if, if, you, if the coach couldn't sub a Chacon for Lude uh, or for or you know, then then there's definitely not going to be not gonna find room in, in you know after uh, after we get a good uh, um, a good middle fielder out there. The thing, you know, I don't want to change subjects or whatever, but I no, think let's Reynoso, let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go to Minnesota what, United. Why not? I I think Reynoso. I think Reynoso is going to be great. You know, hopefully he will find Amarisha, which is uh, a, a mystery for the other ten <laughs> players in the team that can't find Amarisha whatsoever. I mean, like I feel so bad for the guy. We don't give him any any quality passes. Before we go into uh, um, into Minnesota United, um, I want to make a. a uh, about Chicago Fire, they uh, yeah, they acquired, I got it in here. Go for it. Yeah, they acquire uh, Carlos Teran, who's a twenty-year-old, um, uh, right? Twenty-year-old uh, defender from Colombia, and he played in the U23 um, Olympic qualifying for the uh, uh, in February, I think it was already. It seems like so far, so far back. And he played against Uruguay. He played against Argentina, and and I was very impressed. The the kid had an an amazing uh, game. He um, it was basically mistake free, even on the goals, even on the Argentinian goals and on the Uruguay Uruguay goals. Um, even then, he. Um, he was the only one that was playing his position. He was only the only one, you know, not confused, you know, uh, he covering his player. Uh, and, and it, you know, so there, there's hope for Chicago <laughs> that there's this <laughs> defender that may be taking over for Cowboy eventually. But uh, excited to see this guy, man. He's a, uh, 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 he, he's a he's a very good uh, he's a very good defender. He's a very good player. Right. Calvo Cal- uh, to Goyaz is sports you clubby with my no, love. No 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 no. I'm doing a Cabo's <laughs> to Inter Miami. That's the next. That's the next. Oh, you think? <laughs> 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 nah, 
Calvo's got to be Calvo's got to be done in the MLS after this. I mean, it's you know he's not playing oof. enough for Miami. <laughs> yeah. You you would think that Pablo, but that's that's just not how it rolls around he, no, around this league. Absolutely. No, absolutely, he's the one guy that just like amazingly enough makes all the cuts and still there and he's still there. Yeah. And we have we had to suffer through him for what years? Fail but, up, uh, just keep failing up. Well, you guys already alluded to this. We had a Bebelo Renoso uh, sighting at the airport. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I, I'm assuming he's here to sign some paperwork and. And get it done. I'm 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 still not gonna believe it until he and Pablo are drinking mate and screaming at each other, even though they're like basically cousins. Um, <laughs> at that point, I'll think it's real. That's I'm I'm not gonna say a word about it until a press release lands in my inbox because yes, been there, done that. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing, right? Like, well, like you guys, we do, want you, well, wait, comes, you guys don't th- do guy you guys don't think he's here? That this is a rumor. I believe that he's here. I'm just not going to talk about it until he's got but, his name on the paper and a jersey with his name on it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, I think it's funny. The funniest thing would be and visa worker visa, and I don't know how much other international paperwork that has to happen. Yeah. I'm assuming they'd be working on that visa work since like January, February. <laughs> you, you would think. Well, I would, I would hope That's probably so. the reason why you got approved now. It's been like There's it's been six months. Right it's gone, it's the, gone through the through the through the right channels and it's been stopped been, thirteen million times. That's exactly it's why. So, it's been so long. He's eligible to vote in November. Right. That's right. I say, poor poor Fangmeyer has been so stressed by this thing. He's probably aged like a decade over the past four or five months. Probably. <laughs> oh, but, well, let's get into this here. Uh, so uh, we we were informed that Tyler Miller went had a, a hip surgery, so he's out. Which Pablo, go ahead. You may you may react. No, uh, I, I mean you know obviously was he is he is this like some uh, injury he was nursing or is this something you know related to the to the bad uh, the bad turf uh, out in uh, out in Orlando? I, I don't know. I don't um, either. Yeah, but it, uh, you know I mean like I, I, I'm willing. Go ahead. It's been nagging him for a month or so, so probably through Orlando. Yeah, they didn't realize how bad it was. Okay, okay. Well, that's that. that you know, then I'm willing to give the guy another chance. Then. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm willing to give him another chance because uh, uh, that must be why he was doing that cumbia step. A lot of those things make sense now that we know that there was a torn labrum involved. Apparently, (laughs) apparently Tyler uh, Tyler Miller's hips do lie because we didn't know. Nice, nice, good snaps for that one. (laughs) So, so Rajit Singh gets the start, and we talked about uh, St. Clair getting called back, but obviously he has to go under uh, COVID quarantine for a week or 10 days or whatever it is. So he wasn't going to get any playing time. So yeah, Roger Singh gets in there. So the big one, speaking of looting, that was a big surprise to me is Molino gets to start over Lude. Did not see that one coming, which I thought was. Yeah. On the left. Lude was injured in training. So because, because he will do, he, he will do anything, but play Chacon. That's why, <laughs> you know, it's like it, but, I, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I think the Molino era is done. I think, I think we're done with him. I think we, we need, you know, we, we need, we need. I mean, he's been around for how long, the guy? You know, um, I think we need he, to. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think we need to move. Uh, we need to. We need. We need to. You know, do something. You know, especially with Reynoso now in the in the in the mix. Um, we need to get away from some of our old, you know, bad habits. You know, the Molinos, the Ludes. You know, the, uh, those things. <laughs> sir, sir, you know who our coach is, don't you? <laughs> just, yeah. just checking. Well, it's just, you know, you know what, you know what's funny though. You know, I watched the game here at work. You know, uh, uh, you know, so I was actually uh, on break watching the game, and I and I'm pacing, and the, you know, there's a break room or whatever, and the game is on TV, and I'm pacing back and forth, and I'm, you know, I'm getting into, you know. Uh, my my mood that I get when you know I watch the Minnesota United and and and, and, and literally ABC soccer 101 things that are not happening and uh, and my new co-workers I'm only been working here for a few months so whatever they're looking at me and they're looking at me because <laughs> I'm getting a little more upset and a little more upset and I explain me why I'm upset or whatever and then so I think I actually I get a lot of people interested in the game just you know because they watch me progressively <laughs> they're, they're watching you they watching the game it's gonna drop of a heart attack at any point <laughs> that's amazing this means that pablo needs his own twitch channel and then that yeah. way people will be able to oh he'll be able to monetize that. <laughs> he, he can't even get his, his screen up here on 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 on, on the whatever it's called zoom the, we, we can't zooms. get him on twitch <laughs> he's not on twitter let's 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 keep it simple um, so before the thing even starts, it was cool to see the George Floyd tribute out in the stands. And yeah. apparently that caused some issues with some, some right wingers to, to no surprise. Um, and I'm sure they were thrilled that their eye of the loon military thing was still out there, which then of course, on the opposite side, we weren't necessarily thrilled about. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the match. Um, what all did you guys see? I'm, I'm going to kind of let you guys go because honestly, like I saw the goals, but we had people over and it was just, I was putting kids to bed and I missed a lot. Um, I, I, they came out firing is what I remember. Amaria gets a shot right away. Uh, Malia has to do that big full body save. That was in the third minute I clocked it at. Um, and then that, that gets to the first goal, I suppose, with Espinosa in the 12th minute, get that great little feed. One time to pass Rajit Singh. I'll, I'll throw it to you while whoever wants it. That goal doesn't happen if we have Ike in the middle. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. So you think this was inexperienced keeper along with Aha just making some boneheaded decisions? I, I, you know, the ball was threaded like literally. I think it was at Aha that had a chance to to head the ball, and I think it just it was just a it was it was a, a well timed play. I mean, you know, honestly, but like seriously, this whole game to me was like meh. It was like, I don't know if it was just because we, we had, you know, exerted our energy two weeks ago and we're trying to get back to, to normalcy and, and what is not, but, but there was not a lot of energy. And the only time we got wide was when our left backs or our right backs were having the ball. And if you want to do that, fine. But you need to be able to have them either play the ball to someone else in the middle, right, uh, or 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 figure out something else. But you know, your 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 left back and your right back should not be the 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 main reason that you're going you're getting wide. It should be your midfielders are trying to get wide. Your 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 forwards are trying to get wide, just so you can spread out the game. And I, and I saw a lot of that. And um, you know, for me. 
Finley had, um, you know, he, he was doing, trying to do some things, uh, but it's just the, the lack of um, combination plays that we saw. When we did have combination plays, we were successful in some sense. I felt that we were doing things. But when we didn't, it just felt one of those games where, like, it really didn't feel that. And, and credits to Kansas City. I'm pretty sure they got yelled at after playing Philly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Right, and it was, and, it was and, definitely a much different attitude out there. Yep, yeah. it was a much different Kansas City, and kudos to them. They came in and 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 they played much of it. I really, I really loved uh, uh, that the fact that they gave Boosie almost like ninety minutes, if not the whole game, um, to play. And I thought that was that is kind of the thing that like if we're really trying to mirror what SKC is doing, is that hopefully we get to do that sometime soon. With, with young talent, and I said that he did he did really well personally. Um, um, not saying that I, because I'm you know a big fan or anything like that, but I am. But just I thought that was great. Um, I thought Polito did a decent job. I think Espinosa was got lucky in a sense for me. He didn't really stand out that much to me except for following people. And I thought our keeper Pulido, was decent. Yeah. I thought our keeper yeah. was decent. Yes, mm-hmm. I did too. I thought he had a decent game. So I thought he for someone who hasn't played, and I don't know. What four? I don't know. Years it seems Long like, time. right? At least two years since he's been consistent. He was. He was. Here. He was in a great position. I mean, the the save that he had, where he was smart enough to go wide and put his hand behind his legs to in case the ball gets. It's kind of like he baited it in the a butt sense. save. It was the butt save. No, he, he put his hand between his legs. Oh, okay. it, was that against Polito? That one? Yeah, I think so. And then yeah, he was able to save. stop it enough to be able to turn it and grab it. I mean, that's that's that that's like that's you know that's. That's 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 intriguing. Like that's something that you you don't see too often. And I thought you know he he didn't he didn't do a, um, an amazing um, you know job you know like stand out. Um, but at the same time he you know he did what he needed to do. I mean the two goals that happened, the first one, miss marking. The second ball, the, the second goal was own goal. So like yeah, you can't really do too much of that, and you can't really blame Boxy for that because. That's what you teach your, your attackers to do is that you take it all the way as far as you can in the box and then you try to cross it into the middle. Why? Because you know that there's going to be a defender trying to cover someone making a run. And if, if the ball goes in, it goes in, they deflects, a handball, whatever, you know, whatever you get to do to score. So, so I did enjoy Dotson in this game. Um, I yep. thought he created opportunities and he played well. Um, you got that sick blast, that one-time blast yeah. that I got very excited about because it looked like it was going in and just went whoosh, barely went over the crossbar. Yeah, I was also excited because he got to start, and that's one of the things that we've been asking for is, is to him, you know, and I think he proves it in the tournament that you can't not, not play him, and I think mm-hmm. at time he was a spark. Um, I do think that, um, you know, there just wasn't – um, a lot of things that you could really pinpoint saying that they were, you know, they were the reason of that. I think it was just overall, like, there was no urgency. There was no, the, the press that we knew from the tournament wasn't really present. And I think if we understand that Amarilla is willing to come back all the way to the midfield to create part of that, that, um, that attacking triangle or whatever they are working on, is, then if you know that's going to happen, then I think you you really need to know really to think about having a two forward system. So if he goes down, there's someone up there that, that, that's willing to receive the ball. And I don't care what system they play it in, but I think right now 
if you're going to start Amarilla you, you, and you understand that he's willing to come back to the midfield to receive a ball, play it back or play it to the side or, or make, because he was making flicks. He kept getting the ball and flicking it out and they were almost on target. And like I'm saying, if you, if, if that's what he's willing to do and that's what he wants to do, then you kind of have to build around that. And I think the only way that really helps you is if you have another forward up top, but who knows? Oh, if we'll, we'll see that. I think he's, uh, uh, I don't think he's just really, you know, he's trying or willing to do that. It's like, it's out of necessity, you know, because he, he, he needs the ball, you know, he, he, he needs to touch the ball. He needs to get it. He needs to somehow get it, be a part of it. And then sometimes it requires him to come all the way back, you know, to the half field. I, I don't know specifically that he wants to do that, but it's like, it's what he's got right now because, you know, we can't give him the ball with any quality uh, on that. I wanted to say something about Dotson too. Uh, Dodson has every game he plays a little better another player that plays a little better every game is Gasper Gasper to me had an amazing game I mean I think the level of play of those two guys are actually slowly but surely growing that's why I'm saying you know the Molino and, and there's a, lot, a whole bunch of other guys that are stuck into their you know into their to their uh, into the level of their of play that they are uh, playing right now and uh, we need everyone to slowly improve a little more or whatever. And I think Hassani Dodson and Gasper are doing, are doing fantastic, you know. Gasper puts some sauce on, on some uh, guys, does a nice little, another little spin move, but which is kind of just the thing we now expect from him. Like, yeah, he did a fran- bonito. yeah, he did a Francesco Lee in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the Minnesota goal though, which was also an own goal, but uh, Bridget, MJ, when do you want to take that one? Uh, sure. The- Finley comes down. He tries to cross it to Amaria. So Pablo, he he did try to get Amaria the ball. Yep. But some defender sticks sticks his leg out, and uh, ends up going behind uh, Tim Melia uh, for the, for the own goal. Bridget, you, you probably have some things that are awesome to add. Uh, what well, I missed that first half, but in watching the replay on that, um, he's. I think the problem is that they have this confidence now after the tournament playing so much of that without Amaria um, and without a healthy Amaria, even when he was in, uh, they were able to make it work without him and without Toy. And I think they're having trouble uh, kind of fitting him back into that equation. They've made it work for so many of those games in those high stress situations. Um, so it's a little bit different now. You have you have your starters back, you have your favorites back, but that's not how they've played. Um, and the good the Very good thing point. with Ranjitsing is all the guys said that they're super comfortable with him from training. Uh, they're usually taking shots on him through the entire training, and so they're all comfortable with him. He's comfortable with the back line. So there wasn't really a like a new player coming into the lineup kind of feel with him. Uh, which I think definitely helped, and it made him look much better. You could tell there's a lot of chemistry there, even though he hasn't had a start, especially with this team. Um, and in looking at his stats, I mean, he had two appearances with Chicago last year. I don't think they were even starts. And before that, I think his last consistent role was probably like early 18, late 17. So he hasn't even been out there much, and to give up one goal and an own goal, uh, neither of which he could really do a whole lot of, about. Um, he made yeah. some big saves there. So 
I mean, Almeria is going to, he had it. We've seen that he can work with this squad. Those first two games, she did pretty well um, before the shutdown. So it's there. I think that they've just played so much of their season now without him being 100%. It's going to take a while, probably longer than they have at this point. But I think it's there. They just need to find him again. I think those are Rajit's, very valid points. I think the yeah, other thing, too, is that is the fact that um, um, Amarija already has scored more goals than uh, Rosales ever did. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, oh, wait, wait, wait. And then, you, know, you, know what the, you know what the sad part of that statement here's, here's is? You know the, what here's the, really... the bar. The bar is lowering. <laughs> you, know what down. The, you know what the sad, sad part of that statement is, Rodrigo, is the fact that, you know, uh, uh, we pass him the ball many, many, many times. And Marisha hasn't had, got those chances whatsoever. So, yeah, th- that's the sad part of that statement. Then. Yeah, and I mean, I, and I understand out. that we have to make a decision sometime in the next six months of whether we, we extend his uh, loan or whatever it is and we knock down on it. But purchase like, at, yeah, purchase option. I mean, like, but at this time, you're like, who else is your goal scorer? Right. Who else actually has scored goals besides? I mean, Ike's on the bench, and who, who knows? Our goal scorer. That's, can, that's easy. Finley, that's easy. Finley. Yeah, Finley is our yeah. goal scorer. Right, but you know, Finley, but Finley is it. under contract. So, like, I mean, like, you have him, yeah. you keep him. You, I, I say, you know, you, you, you keep, you keep Amarija, and 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 you play Toy as well too. I mean, those are those are those are your your scorekeepers. Those are, those are your scorers, right? And that's why, like, I'm like, I understand, like, Pablo's point of. Of, of Amarija not getting the ball because he's not getting the ball. And, and that's a miscommunication that, that needs to be addressed. But I also, I also need to understand that, like, I, I still believe that this team will benefit from a two-forward system. I just don't see... I don't disagree I just with don't that see, I just don't see yeah. why that's not something that's being addressed. I, I, I we, honestly, like... You and, I, you and I have been on 4-4-2 forever, though. We always... Well, I, I, you know what? Like, I was on 4-4-2, right? I'm on, <laughs> now I'm on, like, I don't really care what the first two lines are, the first yeah, two numbers are, as long as it's a forward system. Because I don't care if it's, like, a 4 two, one, two, one. I don't care. As long as we have yeah. two forwards, that's what but I Heath want. Heath isn't going to do that because he's he was the goal scorer his entire career that's how he wants to play his his clubs um so we're not really going to see that even if even when he has played two forwards he uses it as a competition to see who gets the starting role as the forward so it's it's not going to happen i mean it'll happen occasionally because he just wants two of them to compete with one another for you know 90 full minutes and see what happens but I wanted to make two quick points, if I may, before we uh, move on. Rajit Singh, beautiful human. I did not realize how attractive this guy is. This guy is. <laughs> he he could he could easily insert himself into the Iranian national team and <laughs> be very comfortable. Like and we he, have a supermodel backup keeper. And he's also getting super involved in the community. If you, I don't know if you follow his Instagram, but after mm-hmm. George Floyd, he was he was down at the memorial quite often. Oh, I know, driving, I did see that. Yes. Yeah, Thank driving you. around South Minneapolis, driving around St. Paul, getting to know the area and kind of seeing, you know, what he had come into. And for a guy who's who's been, you know, the backup to the backup for so long, 
coming into a new city and actually investing that time like that. Yeah, yeah. It says oh, yeah. a lot about who he could be for this club. Even Most if definitely. Even on the bench. Even if, you know, as soon as Miller comes back, he's number one and Dane is number two and Sitter and Jitsing. I think just having him on the team is going to be an asset, um, especially with all the community-related issues that we have right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. In fact, that's a good segue to the other thing I wanted to mention was the, uh, they put a patch on their jerseys. I can't remember. It was, what did, what did it say? Uh, Minnesota colon United. That's it. It's like the, a portion. they were selling the t-shirt a couple of months yes. ago. And a portion of that patch apparently was going to go to help some of the, uh, the POC and, and BIPOC businesses there in St. Paul that are rebuilding and recovering, which I thought was kind of a, a, a cool idea. I mean, how much they actually raise is another question, but at least they're making the effort. So that was, that yeah. was neat. Yeah. I made, um, the, mistake. Other... I made the mistake go to go read some of the comments from the right wingers and the Minnesota yeah, United post. Oh, geez. Oh yeah. Yeah. I read those just to see who I need to block. They were particularly, <laughs> they were particularly active in this match as soon as the, uh, the George Floyd thing came up in the stands. So we had, we had some fun uh, blocking and, and destroying and, and bringing them down. Um, one thing y'all didn't mention that I, just because I'm looking always for the drama and the narrative when, when I'm watching football, 92nd minute, we get an Ozzy Alonso yellow oh, yeah. card for basically getting in the ref's face and, and telling him a bunch of nasty stuff he wants to do with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that moment. <laughs> he was lucky that that was not a red because as, as, as soon as the yellow came out, he just kept going. He did. He was on a tear. <laughs> uh, it, he, I believe he was complaining about a, a, a horseshit foul call that that uh, yeah didn't go our, our direction. But yeah, there were a lot of those. The ref was not great to say no. the least. Now the ref was the ref was junk again. It's an MLS thing. That's I, yeah. you know I think when they see that Minnesota and Kansas City are playing each other, they can be. The most uh, controversial ref that they can right. run that match every time. <laughs> so that was the final two to one. SKC gets gets this round. It's always like a back and forth. Pablo, stop moving! Stop moving! Sorry, can sorry, you moving. Stop moving. <laughs> One of these days, we're we're gonna get this guy a mic somehow, Rodrigo. Like this is this is the mission. Hey, yeah. this is where you plug your Patreon, right? Hey. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Patreon.com backslash like Minnesota Football the Show. Down from Pablo. That's right. We're going to bring Pablo into 2019, or not even that. We're going to bring him into 2005 and <laughs> get him a mic. After 2005, we're bringing him to 2017. Yeah. That's the next level um, of Patreon, Patreon uh, money we're looking for. Is it 2005? You know, get that low bar, and then we go – you go to 2017. Uh, no, no, we'll we'll buy him a microphone from 2005, which will be better than whatever he has. <laughs> and he can bring it to work, and not hopefully not get it. I I wanted to just briefly talk about how Ozzy was like all over this field, like literally, like I yeah. like I he was he was up into the aspect of whenever like he scares me whenever he goes into the offensive third. Because then I know that like, like there's nobody back there to, to cover <laughs> to cover us in the midfield, and that and that quick one-two transition turns into like, oh great, we have a hard trying to figure and trying to run somebody down. Back. Yeah, so it's like so it was like Jesus. So like 
So he had, um, you know, some distribution passes and shots onto into the goal, but it's just one of those things that, you know, like when we, when, and, and, I, and I love to celebrate Ozzy goals because that was the first goal in Allianz. And that's one of my finest memories. But um, I just want to be able to just be like, listen, we don't need you to cross half field all the time <laughs> that often, right? Or the, at least in the last third, um, you know, unless, you know, because when that happens, it just leaves us wide open. And, and until, and until we get someone who, who can, who, who can play the six, it just really makes me anxious. It gives me lots of anxiety whenever he does that. Yeah. Same. Totally. Um, all right. Well, there's your final score two to one. Uh, let's move on really quickly to some of the other ones and family's getting ready for dinner here. So it's going to get a little noisy. Get get these out. Uh, so other matches in that same block: DC United, Cincinnati tie, Dallas, Houston tie, nil nil as well. Toronto goes one nil over Vancouver again. Did any of you catch any of those? Any any quick comments on and any of that block? You know, the more I see Darwin Quintero play for a team that's not us, the more alleviated I become regarding what our situation was. What, what did you see in this one? Uh, he played. He, he was. He was. He uh, officially he's taking the corners for once, um, and I get it, right? Because he's the shortest guy. He should be able to get the the ball into it. But like he played uh, a low ball into the box as a corner. Like wasn't even well timed. It was one of those things, you know. Like um, I thought Christian had a had a had a had a good game because he got to start, um, um, and like it was unfortunate that he didn't score, but you could totally tell that, that he was being effective. And there's one instance, I forget when it was, where like there was a ricochet and then one of the uh, midfielders from Houston took the ball literally like deep into the box. And Christian was literally sitting on top of the 16. And instead of like, you, you see Christian like raising his hands, hey, pass me the ball, pass me the ball. And that, the, the, the player kicks it into like shoots it onto the goal. And if he would have just passed it quickly back to it, Christian would have so much time to just take at least a good shot up. And I think people criticize the fact that he's moved around a lot. And yeah, I get that. But at the same time, no one's no, no one, no one seems to get how, how is the best way to use Christian in that sense. Right. You know, you know, give him the ball whenever you get, he get mm-hmm. into 18, he's able to do something. And you know zero zero, yeah. I I still can't figure out what Dallas is doing. Like literally, I know like they didn't get to play at all during the tournament, but still, um, with 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 the team that they have, this should not be tying so many zero zeros. They should have had jump. plenty of time to work on that. Yeah, let's jump to the next block and wrap this thing up here. So Galaxy gets a little bit of revenge. Uh, 2-0 over LAFC, Atlanta United, kind of getting wa- things back wa- the way wa- they should be. 2-0 over uh, Nashville. Go ahead. Talk, what did you see in Atlanta? I, wa- I watched that game. Atlanta play, uh, uh, play play very well. They stay very, very disciplined throughout the whole entire game. Uh, they, they were quick and on transitions, and uh, uh, they made it They made it crazy hard to play against them. That was, uh, that was a that – was, that was it was a very defensive game by Atlanta United, I thought. That, and this uh, is one of the first times, like, Piti Martinez really kind of took the team on his shoulders and kind of led them, right? He gets a brace. Yep, yep. And and, it helps uh, when both right-side defenders take horribly aggressive angles at the ball, and he can just cut back into the middle. 
that's, that uh, does okay. help. <laughs> um, Dave Romney, who I forget who he used to play for at left back, who I thought was a, a very subpar left back. Um, but he he's now on Nashville and he was been moved to the center and uh, he looked good there. Actually, he, he was marking the guy that was not Pity Martinez. He was taking that pass away. But uh, Walker Zimmerman, who like used to run that LAFC defense to like a very, very low goals against average and who I usually think is a, is a center defensive boss. Like he just makes a horrible bite, like step forward on, on pity and lets him just cut. I mean, it completely stranded uh, their goalkeeper. Yeah. I was, yeah, wait, no, I was waiting for, go ahead. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta look good, man. Just, uh, um, you know, then, you know, this guy I think is going to be another team to watch over there. Well, we got another one of the... by FC Cincinnati. You, <laughs> you have to really start, um, start, start, start pulling on the reins on that one. Seriously, uh, another one of those rivalries we saw early in the tournament. We had Inter Miami and Orlando, and Inter get this one with a Carranza brace. Three two is the final there. Nani gets one towards the end. It's their first win enough. of the of, of their win, inaugural yeah, season. Yeah. First yeah. win, first win. Not yeah, as bad as Minnesota United. <laughs> Pizarro looked great. I wanted to just say that Pizarro did look great. Uh, and then I don't know what what I mean. This was this was a like a, a forgettable game for uh, for uh, my choice of uh, Golden Gloves in the tournament for uh, Pedro Gallese. He just didn't seem to be. I mean, Carranza's, Carranza's second goal was like was beautifully placed. Like the ball was coming to him. He knew he knew the fact that. Uh, that Gallese had to come out because it was coming in and he knew that if he placed it back back to where it came from to the second post, more than likely he was not going to be able to get it. And that was just a, to be able to think of that in a split second. Like I can't do that. You know, yeah. no one can really, that's why they get paid the money. Right. But you know, I mean, Nani had his, his, his goal and it was a great goal, but like, I mean, it, it was, was two twos. It was an okay game. I thought it was, it was, it was good. Uh, I'm happy for inners fans to be able to get a, um, Get get their first win out of the bell because they didn't win any game whatsoever before that. So, <laughs> so including the tournament. So that's that that's a that's a positive. But we'll see. Um, get it, Mister we'll Beckham. See. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still mad at their at their at their coach. I think is it Diego. Um, yeah. Who, um, who I think like didn't only wore the Black Lives Matter shirt for like one game during a tournament, and then he started sporting the suit again or like his his his. I was like, you know what, you know that that pissed me off. So I was like, yeah, I'm done with Inter. We had the mountain battle, Colorado, Salt Lake. This one was wild, just for the fact that it was one nil Colorado at halftime, and then Salt Lake puts in four unanswered goals all in the second half <laughs> to win it four one. Good times. I didn't watch this game, but my friend Eric Gray watched it, and he said the goals were not William Yarborough's fault. Um, poor, poor U.S. Uh, goalkeeper you know William Yarborough uh not at the top of of the the U.S. men's uh goalkeeping heap obviously but um that the back four and in general the the team defense in Colorado was just absolutely horrid that's kind of the vibe I got I watched some of the highlights and Big, big thing if you could put in four unanswered and <laughs> flip it around that quickly. Um, let's end this thing. Let's wrap it up with this. 
So there was a lot of chatter. The uh, UN's men's national team qualifying uh, World Cup 22, if this is even happening. I'm still not convinced we're going to have a Qatar World Cup. But for now, uh, the 20, 2022 World Cup qualifying schedule came out, and, and there was a lot of attention paid to the October match in 2021. And a lot of people were saying, that's U.S.-Mexico. We got to play it in Columbus. Dos Azero, tradition, blah, blah, blah. I got Taylor Twelman up here who says 2021 has to be dot, dot, dot in Minnesota. No. And then it kind of spiraled and for a lot of people from there. Do we think this is a realistic possibility? Could we have Mexico in October in 2021? I mean, it sounds wonderful. Well, the, front office, will, the front office will probably schedule a college uh, football game for the week before. <laughs> Perfect. That's the response, right? It, it, it is October, and that is that is prime college football time. So, Pablo, you're not you're not far off there. Uh, Twelman's logic was the last time we went to Columbus, we didn't win. The, U, the, the U.S. men's national team did, did did not win, so that that ruins the 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 streak of Dos Acero, um, and that we need to find another. And he didn't say this, but he was kind of implying a northern climate sort of place to play in October. Uh, and I certainly would love to see it at Allianz Field. Uh, compared to, you know, our stadium capacity compared to other places uh, that have like NFL-sized stadiums for, you know, selling out a game that would be that much of a moneymaker is, is not as – we don't have the capacity – so we're not going to sell as many tickets. And if the U.S. Soccer Federation is, um, you know, thinking about the, the dollar signs, which they always seem to be, I highly uh, doubt that it, it will come here. But I sure would love to see it. I mean, the other factors to think about, one, are COVID and how things are going to be looking then with capacity and all that stuff. But then the other thing, too, is probably one of the reasons they either they want to come to Columbus or Minnesota and not Texas or California is just the sheer numbers of Mexican national team supporters that are going to completely outnumber U.S. national team supporters. Plus, I don't, I don't want to hear the 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 homophobic phrase being chanted. <laughs> At right. least the chance of that. I would love to 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 be able to see because it was one of my dreams is is to have a Mexican team or a Mexican league team play play in Minnesota with snow and an orange ball. But that's just my dream. Um, but you know, like, is it, is it possible? I said, maybe, you know, I think more possibility if we do get an October game, it probably be the Jamaica game. Right. Uh, that has less of a, of a draw than a Mexico game would be. And I think a Mexico game would be in LA or California kind of, kind of venue. Yeah. The Federation is going to look for that money. Um, obviously having men's national team here to play against Guyana was a little bit different. Uh, Mexico's a whole other, whole other beast, and they're gonna they're gonna go for the cash, especially with the circumstances this year and right. moving into 2021. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you, Rodrigo Bridget, MJ. Thanks for joining us. Gracias, man. And uh, my name's Eric, and we'll we'll do this again next week. Thank you, listeners, and ciao, 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 ciao. And Pablo, there's Pablo. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Thanks, Pablo. Bye-bye. See you guys. Next week. Ciao.